0: This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 1095, IELTS Reading Tips and Tricks for Every Exam.
1: What are the differences between the academic and general IELTS reading exams? Today, you'll get insider examiner information on both, as well as tips for avoiding IELTS reading traps. Another day
0: is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello, Aubrey. How's it going? I am great. How are you? Good, good. Um, Are you reading any good books lately?
1: Yes, I am reading a really good book called Ella Minope, which is a girl's name, Ella Minope. Oh, that's adorable. But right, it's also a play on the alphabet. And it's this fascinating story about a town supposed to be kind of in the northeast of the United States that they have like this sign and the letters start falling off, and the town council proclaims that no one can use the letters that are falling off. So they have to adjust the way they're speaking, the words they're using oh my to gosh. only use certain words. And it gets fascinating. more and more interesting because they're starting to have to use parallels, right? They're, they're like, okay, I can't say that word, so I have to say a synonym, which is a word maybe you haven't heard before. And so it ends up having all of this very interesting vocabulary. What? I'm kind a of loving dorky
0: it. Book. it is dorky book. That sounds
1: amazing. I need to read this i don't you should you should find it at the library and it's also an interesting sort of social treaties experiment Mm. about like how much are people willing to just do what their government tells them when it's totally because they're like punished if they use the words they're like flogged in the square and expelled and and i know so it's sort of like seeing how a regime gets power how people allow something like that to happen it's
0: fascinating this okay, I I I am this close to just leaving this episode right now so I can go find that book. But guys, you are oh, that's it. Hey, um Aubrey just showed us on on the camera, guys. So if you're listening to this as a podcast, that's wonderful. Hit subscribe if you're not a subscriber. But you can also watch this podcast on our YouTube channel, IELTS Energy TV. Um, You know, we have also been reading some really, really exciting posts from students in our Three Keys Isles Facebook group. We have been flooded with amazing results lately. And guys, stay tuned because most, if not all, of these students are going to be on the show and tell you how they got such amazing scores. For example, what is one student we could shout out today,
1: Aubrey. Yes. So Niharika posted in our Facebook group. This was especially awesome because um, they said, I joined this course back in 2019 for general training IELTS and got my magical scores of 8777 by following the specific techniques that were prescribed in this course. But unfortunately, due to COVID, I had to shift to academic IELTS. Then he says, believe you me, by just following the same specific techniques, I was able to score overall band eight within 10 days.
0: That's crazy. This is
1: all the time they had to prepare. And their scores, listening, 8.5, reading, 8.5, writing, 7, speaking, 7. So amazing. And it makes sense because the strategies, this is what we're going to talk to you guys about today, are very similar for general and academic IELTS.
0: Yes, exactly, guys. Um, That is amazing. It just, it shows you how important it is to have a strong foundation, right? And these strong strategies, if you have learned these strategies, applied them to test practice, a lot, right? You practice enough, they will continue into the future. Like, you can use them again if you have to retake the exam or take a different version of the exam. This reminds me of Ryoki. Do you remember Ryoki? He also, like, got the scores he needed on IELTS to go to Canada and then he had to take the IELTS again so he could become a permanent resident and academic in general. But same thing, like, he went back into Three Keys IELTS and reviewed and then got even better scores Scores the second time, um, guys. If you're wondering what score you would get on IELTS, you can take our free IELTS quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com/slash/my-score, and you could take that quiz. Um, this is amazing. So we are going to dig into this idea today. How is the general reading different than the academic reading, and how are they ultimately the same? Because really, guys, as far as your preparation. You prepare in the same way for both of these exams, right? Remember, academic in general, speaking is exactly the same. Listening is exactly the same. Writing's a little bit different. We've talked about that on other shows. I'm sure we'll touch on that again. And reading is also a tiny bit different, but mostly the same. So, Aubrey, how is IELTS general reading different than academic reading?
1: Well, first of all, the level of passages and the number of passages will be different, right? Often for general training, it'll be like an advertisement or the type of thing you'll see out in daily life, whereas for academic, it might be scientific passages. So the level of vocabulary you're going to see is more difficult.
0: Exactly, exactly. So um, in our teaching world, we call these text types, right? So on the academic exam, the text types could come from newspapers or journals, right? Articles. So like Aubrey said, the vocab is going to be a little bit harder. The the level, the overall level of language is a little bit harder on the academic exam. Um, the text types for general training, wide variety. Could be an article in there. You could have like a passage that's a little harder for sure, like academic, but then it'll be mixed in with other text types, right? There's a wider variety because these text types are shorter, so you're going to have more passages. Um So like an advertisement, like you said, maybe a brochure, a flyer for something, right? Um, So it, it, looks, it looks easier, but this is deceptive because the question types are exactly the same, right? What else is the same about academic in general?
1: The time you have, right? Either way, the reading exam is 60 minutes mm-hmm. and the number of questions are the same. You still have 40 questions. They're the same t- tricks. The same pitfalls are built into these questions. So you need the same strategies to make sure that you're not falling for these tricks.
0: Exactly. So that's why we tell our three key students to, even if they're general training, practice with academic reading right because it doesn't matter which type you're practicing with you're doing the same question types you're using the same strategies like we teach our three key students skimming scanning reading for detail these three ways of reading these three reading techniques these that's all you need to find the answers for any reading exam guys any reading test those are the three things you need um So it's better to practice these strategies with harder passages, right? And then when you do get some general training practice tests before your exam, you're it's a breeze. You're like, this is easy. I've spoken to uh, students who took the general training reading and finished like ten minutes early. You know, they they finished after like forty five minutes, fifty minutes, and they're like, oh, well, I have a lot of time to check my answers, <laughs> like, yeah. or I'll just hang out and watch everybody else. Um. So yeah, like. Whether or not you're general academic, you're, you're, the situation is the same, okay? You're in the same room. You have the same amount of time. You have 60 minutes. You have the same number of questions. You have to answer 40 questions in 60 minutes, okay? So let's dig in a little bit to some nuanced skills that will help you on both exams. So one of these skills, and this is so important, you guys, predicting. Predicting. Where do we use the skill of predicting on the reading test, Aubrey?
1: Yeah, when you first look at the questions, you want to predict the type of answer you're going to get, right? what are you looking for? Are you looking for a noun? Are you looking for a verb, right? What's, what's being asked? And once you make that prediction, you're able to open your brain box, as we say, and access all of the schema you have. You understand the topic, you understand what you're looking for. And when you realize that, whether you're taking academic or general, it's not really a comprehension exam. You're not expected to read the entire passage word for word, regardless of which type of exam you're taking. You realize how important it is to to understand, to predict, what information am I looking for? And then it's easy to apply those strategies. And just like you said, students finish in less time than they have because they're not spending all this time reading the whole passage. They're predicting the answer and finding exactly what they're looking for quickly.
0: Exactly. So our strategies Encourage you to be an active reader. Same with listening. You have to be an active listener. We can't wait for the answers to arrive in our brains as if by magic. But I wanna, I wanna pick out one thing you said there because that is such a good point that, um, on, it doesn't matter which exam you you should not read every word. On academic, you can't. Like you, it's impossible. No way you
1: have time. Yeah. There's
0: no way that you can read every word and let's just take your time looking for answers. You won't finish the test, right? You're not gonna answer all the questions. Now, with general, it's deceptive because you're like, this is a short like advertisement. I could read everything. Here's the danger in that, though. If you read too much, you will be distracted. You will be tricked. And then you're going to think about it too much, right? You're going to You're going to, the wrong information is going to be in your head and you'll get the answer wrong, right? If we read too much, if we think too much, we get distracted, we get the answer wrong. So that's why we have to be so disciplined with our reading strategies. So you get the right answer, you move on, right? You don't second guess yourself. You don't spend, you know, five minutes going back and forth between the passage and the question like, "Is is this right? I don't know. Um, We can't do that, right? There's simply not enough time. I mean, we can prove that these strategies work for both academic and general because Niharika got a 7 on reading on general the first time, and then the second time, 8.5 on reading, right? And that's just with some review, and I'm sure added confidence from doing so well the first time right? Um, So that person is not going to second guess themselves. Um, So predicting, like Aubrey said, I just want to summarize the strategy for you guys, because this is really important to understand. When you are looking at a question, right, you need to predict the grammar of what answer you need. Is it a noun? Is it an adjective? Is it a verb? And also predict the answer itself, Is it a color? Is it a name? Predict as much as you can. And then when you go back to the passage, it's easier to find what you're looking for because you know what you need. You know what you're looking for. That's logical. Um, All right. So here's one last point, guys, about a small but important thing to remember for both academic and general reading. Don't be distracted by difficult vocabulary. Aubrey, why is it important to, to... push ourselves away from getting lost in those unfamiliar words.
1: Yeah. Often... Very often, the question and the answer are not going to include that difficult vocabulary. You might have these in there as distractors, but it's so rare that you actually need to know the meaning of it in order to get the question right. We call these distractors, right? That extra text Jessica's talking about that you don't need to read because it doesn't include the answer will often have more difficult vocabulary trying to trick you trick you into spending time trying to figure out what does this word mean. You want to avoid that trap.
0: Guys, I'm telling you, I just finished writing my 17th textbook, okay? I am a pro at <sighs> tricking students. I know all of the tricks. I can make these questions so hard because of these distractors, because of these tricks. So guys, um, learn from these insider techniques that we're teaching you guys. Um, go ahead and check out our free IELTS quiz that we made for you. Go to allearsenglish.com slash myscore. And you could get your estimated IELTS band score for free and resources we made for you. Again, all of this stuff is from our insider examiner knowledge, guys. So go to allearsenglish.com slash score. All right. Awesome. Aubrey, um, this is a really informative episode. Thanks for talking about this today.
1: Yes, for sure. And congratulations to Niharika. Look for that episode coming up soon, you guys. It's going to be an amazing interview. And I'll see you next time, Jess. Awesome. Bye. Bye.